All right, welcome back to Rap City Podcast, episode 20. I am your host, Dave Bart. I will be joined momentarily by Kitch and Denno, as always. Uh, I know last week we promised uh, a much shorter version of the pod. We do not meet my guarantee or <laughs> my promise, but I can assure you I'm getting this thing down to 30 minutes uh, in the very near future. Uh, we got a little sidetracked due to the, uh, the Jordan uh, expose that is coming on ESPN uh, later this weekend. So that took up some time that uh, we weren't anticipating, but then we get into a bunch of the usual, uh, the new normals, the market segment from Kitsch, uh, some of the, uh, our thoughts on the catastrophe, what that was the NBA horse game. Uh, and then, you know, the ever popular segment of uh, what drives you crazy um, and a few other topics, you know, golf coming back, uh, what that means, uh, you know, to, people who are watching sports, betting on sports, whatnot. So uh, there you go. There you have it. That is the pod for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, but we're going to be back after uh, Sundays due to the fact that we're going to be doing a bit of a commentary on uh, the Jordan documentary. So uh, there you go. Hope you enjoy it. And in, in lieu of the coach's rant, uh, this is a bit of an opening, an ode to Jordan and his uh, last game at Chicago Bowl. So hopefully enjoy it. And uh, here we go. So MJ, it's all yours. Out front to the man, Michael Jordan. Jordan up top, fake left, go right. He's there, lay it up, score it easily. Wow. Stockton, inside of Carmelo, they double it. Jordan knocks it away from him. Jordan's got it. The Bulls can win it right here. The Bulls can win it. Unbelievable. 16 seconds left, Bulls down one. Michael against Russell, 12 seconds. 11, 10, Jordan, Jordan a drive, hangs, fires, scores! He scores! The Bulls lead 87-86 with five and two tenths left. And now they're one stop away. Oh my goodness. Russell comes in to Stockton. Stockton four seconds. Stockton a three up out front. the Chicago Bulls, the 1998 NBA champion, and a team for the ages. Congratulations. Catch. David. Denome. <laughs> uh, first, uh, well, a couple things. Quick trivia. Denome, what beer are you on right now? Just one. Can I? Oh, it's, it's just the first one? Okay, good. Um, so today, Dano, before we get into your trivia, let's just, uh, as it, the audience will notice, there was no rant. There was no coach's rant today. It was a, it was an ode to Jordan uh, as per uh, the 10-part documentary series that's kicking off, which I cannot wait for. But I am debating how to watch it. I'm not sure if I'm going to wait for all 10 episodes and then just binge it. But that's like five weeks away, so I'm not sure I'll be able to do that. But I hate the idea of watching it week to week. But anyways, um, so just quickly, before we get to Dano Trivia, your thoughts on Jordan? On the rant or on, on him in general? No, no, just like just this whole 10-part series, what they're going to talk about, just him. Like when you when you go back, because I've read so much about him this week because they're getting ready to kick the thing. Like you were just, we forget we forget a little bit about how how unbelievable he was. Dano, go with your stat they gave us this week. Fire up, give us that stat back. Remember it? Oh, how many how many times the uh, bulls were favored? Yeah, so from, oh, yeah. yeah. I, that was my I gave that. Yeah. 185. Oh, sorry, Bart. Sorry, Bart. <laughs> 185. Like that's that's almost impossible. Like you're on the road half those games. 185 straight games where they were the favorite uh in Vegas. That record will never be broken. It's one year and seven months. One year and seven months. Never, never an underdog. Like the, yeah. And, I mean, and so and Golden State was next. You had it 89. So 89 to 185 is the is the difference there. And when you think about Golden State in today's day of sort of watered down basketball a little bit when they were the studs and they only get, they only did 90. They did half of it. Yeah. I know. Crazy. All right, but listen, quickly, your thoughts on Jordan. 
Yeah, I was, I was uh, reading a couple of things on Wilbon um, from PTI there. Oh, you don't like him, eh? Okay, I well, love Wilbon. him. He's a, he's a Jordan. He's a Jordan. Oh, like so, so he followed Jordan oh, for, awesome. for 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 ten years. And um, it's interesting. I was watching some videos this morning. They're just saying that like Jordan was worried about something coming out about him, like a documentary and stuff. So they said, "Well, why don't you control it? Like get involved in it." And I think that's what this ten part series is. But I heard heard stories about him punching Steve Kerr in the face today and stuff. And like the guy, the guy was crazy. Guy was crazy, but he elevated everyone's game. Right. So. He's awesome. Awesome. Still my, my best of all time, hands down in my eyes. Um, I think this documentary for a lot of people who aren't over 40 years old, will be shocked at how impressive this, uh, this documentary will be if they watch it. Well, yeah, you just, you know, what's going to be great is for this, uh, and, and I'll give you a little bit of background of, on all the stuff that I've read to tell you about how this happened, but it's going to be good for like my, for our son's generations to see, because they're still like all LeBron's, the great, this, that. Well, when they see this, I think it's going to change their mind as to what Jordan was, was all about. But the story goes that a young Adam Silver, today's current commissioner, who was the head of the NBA entertainment back in 97, 98, uh, they realized that something was happening here, that this was going to probably be the Bulls' last uh, last run because there's all that talk of Jordan either retiring, not coming back because Jackson wasn't coming back. So he went to uh, to the Bulls basically and said, listen, here's, here's what we want to do. Ownership had no problem with it. They said, you have to get Phil Jackson on board. You have to get Jordan on board because they basically, these are can't, like we're going to see stuff. They followed them everywhere. All Jackson asked for was like, hey, every once in a while, if I tell these guys to get out, they got to get out because some stuff's going to be sacred. And I'm like, sure, no problem. So they had like, we're going to see access that we've never seen before. Uh, but the key was to get Jordan on board. And Silver basically said, you have full control. Uh, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, like if we create the documentary, you say, no, we don't do it. Like you, you have final say on the documentary. So that's how he sold it to him to say, hey, if, the, if you decide never to release this footage. We will never release the footage. Wow. So the story then goes that they've been asking him for years to do it, right? And he was like, no, no, I'm not interested. Like, couldn't even get a meeting with them, these guys, right? The uh, various producers, whatnot. Um, then the story goes now that when LeBron was coming back from his 3-1 deficit uh, against Golden State and then sort of making these proclamations, perhaps, that he was the greatest of all time, uh, one of the producers sort of got it in, Jordan, in front of Jordan and said, like, you know what, it's maybe time to let the whole world know, you know, what you were all about. And Jordan was like, yeah, it's my time. So that that's in 2016. That's when they, that's when they, they greenlit it and it's going to happen. So I think it'll be awesome. And I am, I'm, I think it will totally change the dynamic or the discourse around the Kobe LeBron versus Jordan stuff. Even those, the younger generation, they're going to see that this guy was just a, a step above everybody else. So uh, that is, and much needed. You know what? There's uh, we no to, way. There's no way you can wait five weeks to watch this. You can. I know. We'll be, talk, be, we'll be talking about it every week, and you'll be like, but, "I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen it yet." But, no but why haven't they Netflix this? They should have Netflix this. Like, just give me all ten episodes right now. You, yeah, you, you have a lot of millennial tendencies. You really do. It's, it's not terrible to watch a show and wait a week and watch the next show. You can actually do that in 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 this common era as well. Oh my God, you really are an old dog, hey? You really, really are. No is idea. This podcast give me thirty minutes. Seriously, no, yeah, not yeah. A we're on the thirty minutes. On. Not a so, you know, it is, and the, you know, the nice thing is, we'll do actually, we'll do the Jordan. This will be a Jordan segment every week over the, uh, over the uh, the um, documentary. So there you go. All right, Deno, quickly trivia. We're moving. Okay, Bart always says it's never relevant. Well, today is relevant. All Michael Jordan trivia. I oh, want quick go. responses. Quick. Okay. I bet you Ready? I go. I bet you I go four for four. Okay. I bet you don't. Okay. Uh, we all know Jordan wore number 23 and 45. He actually wore another number for one game in 1990. What number is it? Hurry up. 12. Who said 12? Kitch. Kitch. Okay. Bart, what do you say? Uh, I say 12 as well. You're both right. <laughs> yes. You know what? I did. Uh, if Kitch had not said 12, I yeah, never, no, I've read the story recently. No, answer. but I read the story recently. So I knew when you said 12, it jogged the story because uh, I know why, because they lost his jersey that day. So no, no, Kitch gets sure. the one. Kitch gets that one. Kitch gets okay. No, no. Yeah, Bart, you I'll go answer first, first next time. time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You answer first next, next one. time. Quick. Michael quick. Jordan, um, his most triple doubles over a certain time was over 11 games. How many triple doubles did he get in 11 games? Through his career, the most in a 
out of eleven game streak. Okay, so Daniel, maybe maybe try and speak English to the. What do you eleven asking? games were played? How many triple doubles did he get over an eleven game stretch? How many triple doubles did he get? Not in a row, just over eleven game stretch. Over eleven games. What's his record? Oh Jesus, Christ. his record. Like anyone st- tracking this, uh, eleven game stretch. I'm gonna go with uh, ten. I'm gonna go okay. with ten. You're both right. Hey, <laughs> that's wow. bullshit. You what? know what? I think I. I think no, I actually had. No, no, I think deep okay. my dark, my Next dark one. Jordan memory. I, I knew that one. Next right, one. Here we go. How many? How many scoring titles did Michael Jordan have? Nine. Uh, that's not right. I know that. Uh, he. I'm trying to think how many seasons he played in its entirety. I think he played 16 seasons. Uh, 12. Answer is 10. Kitsch is closer. He wins. Kitsch. And ten. final. Ten. Baby. Final. In his six NBA finals, what did he average per game Point-wise, over the whole six years, what was his average? Points. 37. 37. Bart? 40. 33.6. Kitchen wins uh, again. Uh, win. Kitchen way off. Is way off. More, more Jordan than so-called. 40 points, Bart. Oh, my God. Well, fuck, he's Jordan. That's That's watch the documentary. He's Jordan. That's I thought point. 40 was low. They didn't, right, thank you, they didn't even have a shot clock then, did they? they <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, quickly, as we, because as I promised the listeners last week, we are moving. This is the 30, this is the 30 minute pod. Uh, new normal. Catch, you, you'll have nothing for us, anyways, on this. New normal, anything new? Day 31. And day 31, new normal. Nothing new. ARG? ARG. Day 31, ARG. Yep. See? Groundhog day. Groundhog day. Every day, every day is the same. It is. Like, I must admit, the days are sort of running into each other a little bit. You're not really sure if it's a Tuesday or a Friday. Uh, Saturday, I mean, weekends, I guess are a little bit because you don't actually have the, the constant work stuff going, but uh, yeah, it is. It's Groundhog Day-ish. It's, uh, it's Vegas. It's like Vegas. We're living in it's, Vegas. It is with a little bit more uh, daylight for me. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit more daylight than Vegas. Uh, I know, but I must. So, all right, quickly. Uh, I think we talked about this last week a little bit too. And so for Bermuda, it's a little bit different because we don't have an airport open. Uh, so for us, like new normal is like when's an airport going to open? But uh, when, if you had to guess, when are you moving about a grocery store without a mask and without thinking about it? What are we now? We're now, what is this, mid-April? Mid-April. It's, mm, June 1st. I say you think, I say June I say June first we're grocery shopping without a without a lineup without uh without uh six feet apart. Oh my god. Do you say once again you say don't read anything? This is what happens when you don't read shit. Is this Donald Trump? It is Trump. <laughs> it's Donald oh, Trump. <laughs> so Daniel, the question is when do you think you'll be in a grocery store without a mask or without social distancing or just sort of moving about freely within a grocery store? Fuck, I'd say summer next year. Yeah, well, I, I think that might be on the other end. Uh, Kitch was obviously, if Kitch's end was was ridiculously stupid. Do you guys have bunkers? Do you guys have bunkers in your backyard? Do you guys have bunkers? If Kitch's end was ridiculously stupid, comment, yours might be a little aggressive on the world is ending uh, spectrum. But uh, I would say it's easily end of this year before there's any chance they're saying, yeah, you know, don't worry about you back to back to kind of normal in a grocery store. It's certainly not June. Weeks away. Maybe walking through a grocery store in six weeks. Oh my well, god! All by amongst, yourself. Amongst all the old people. Jesus. Amongst all the old people that you love shopping oh, with. Yeah. With my runny nose and my cough. Yeah. Well, in your world, there won't be very many old people left, will there? Just get them all sick and die. All sick. And June first. Yeah, big what big flying lot. Big flying that, that was idiotic. All right. Well, we'll certainly track that. Kitch, can you actually that. be serious when you answer these questions? Like you're just trying to piss <laughs> us off. Yeah, yeah and you know what? Fair. It's good. It's good. It's good banter. It's good banter. I got you guys, I got you guys all fired up with my one eleven on the ma- on on the Masters last week. It was perfect. Oh, God. Well, I forgot. You know, I forgot to put that on the agenda. We're putting that on the agenda too. By the way, I got. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got. I got to get one. I got it. 
I got to get one. Uh, all right. Uh, Kitch Markets, you get a market update for us. Another another great week for you. Another good week in the markets. Another good week. So you, if you went back uh, when the markets sold off and they rallied a bit, all the forecasters were, a lot of the forecasters saying, we're going to see a W pattern. We're going to see the markets go up and touch lows again. And now you see this week, a lot of those guys coming out and saying, you know what? Maybe we'll only go halfway back to the lows. So they're starting to they're starting to rein themselves back in as as things get a little more positive here. So it's uh, it's interesting to see that uh, a lot of these a lot of these guys who are who are saying the market's going to bottom again have sort of scaled back and and the market moves on surprises. So quarter quarter two and quarter three, quarter three are going to be lousy, and that's in there. And so markets don't react. That they they can build stuff in like that. If quarter four is lousy, yeah, we could have some issues again with, with the with these markets, but. Uh, but it's surprises that hurt the market. So the surprise is not going to be the quarter two and quarter three earnings, which people are talking about. They're saying, all oh, the earnings are going to be weak. And everybody knows that. It's the surprises that hit you. I would say, though, you you, you got to get in the market before. If, if something comes out with universal testing, like if they come out with a kit that you can buy at Walmart for $15 that you can spit in or piss on that says, that says yes, I have this virus or, or no, I have this virus, um, and they start to segregate who goes back to work, who does what. Um, the markets will rally very, very sharply on that. So be careful waiting too long if that if a universal test uh, comes out. That's my uh, market update for the week. So, but you realize all the sort of like top line scientists are saying those types of tests, one uh, may not be, um, may not be viable in a, in a mass setting like that. Two, may not be accurate. And three, there's clearly no indication yet today that you cannot definitively catch the virus a second time. So antibody test may be somewhat irrelevant. Uh, I would say everything I read this morning on the state of the where the stock market is headed is that a lot of these guys. Now, there's I get there's doomsday's guy out there um, who are always going to be negative. But when you, when you look at this one guy gave this one guy said the number there were ten bull market rallies during the Great Depression, where you know and he and he listed, he went through them and he's like, no one talks about those little rallies uh, when they think of the depression. They think it was an awful ten year stretch. They were basically inclined that, like what you just said, but they don't think the market's factored in how bad the news is really going to be. Yeah, they everyone's saying Q2 and Q3 is going to be bad, but what if they come out and it's way worse than what they projected and the outlook is is bad, right? The market could – I'm telling you, I've become a little bit more bearish in the last couple of weeks, even though – Last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks. How about last last five years? <laughs> no, I'm talking specifically about the markets in the, in these conditions. I haven't sold anything. I've actually have anything I bought stuff. Um, and thank God I have Amazon. Oh wow! I mean, how can that thing be? At, how that thing be at an all time high? It's crazy. So, but I'm telling you, I am not as optimistic. I think I think over the next twelve months, it's a very very bumpy ride, and I don't I don't think we're getting much higher. I think twelve months from now, I don't think we're any we're not higher than what we are today. It's my call. It's my market call, Deno. Yeah, all I got to say is I think the companies that can adapt to, to the new world are going to be successful. So the ones that figure out how they do this remotely or um, if they're just bricks and mortar retail or whatever, like even like banks and stuff, like how they're going to figure out how to work better with their with their customers because customers are now changed forever, like for how you're going to buy, right? So whoever figures that out and adapts it will be the stocks to buy. People that don't, see you later. See you later, Bart. Uh, you know what, Denno? Uh, until that last comment, that was very insightful. And it's so true because, Kitsch, everything that, that I think everyone's basing things on is how the way used, the world used to be. I, don't, I think Denno's right. I don't think a lot of these organizations have any idea what the new normal is going to look like after this and how people adapt. and what. So, yeah, there's a whole different, there's a whole different economy and trend coming that, you can't predict this, and I think it, I think that's bad for the markets, not good for the markets. Yeah, the consumer consumer discretionary holdings they're gonna they're gonna have to adapt. Like like the things that are discretionary items, like Sea-Doo, Skidoo's, uh stuff 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 along that lines. The companies that make those, those types of products, they got to figure out how to adapt to the new in the new norm. From, a, from I, a, I love how you jump to discretionary as Skidoo's and Sea-Doo's. How about that third pair of jeans might be discretionary and people are going, I'm not going to buy need, that anymore. Don't need jeans to go outside. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, can, I, I can't imagine the entire world out there sitting there going, should I buy that $25,000 jet ski? Yeah, I don't think that's the discretionary income level that people are worried about. <laughs> oh my God. So, so Bart, I've been following a lot about like what's, what's being purchased online that really wasn't purchased before and stuff. And, um, like kayaks, like kayaks are like the yeah. biggest increase the last week. And it was like, 
1,800% or something like that. So these people are going, well, Christ, I can't, I guess I can go out in the water, right? But yeah, it, where I can be alone. Yeah. Six feet away. And if, if, marinas are, if marinas are closed for a long time, like Bart says, then kayaks are going to be a big seller. You can't go yeah. to marina fix your boat. Kayaks with, with a barge behind it will be huge sellers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, moving on. We're, we're, we're cruising through this. Uh, all right, this is going to take 90 seconds because it was so bad. It's not worth talking about. I cannot believe the NBA put out that product for that horse competition. That, that had to have been the highest rated Worst piece of television ever. There, 100%. 100%. 100%. There should have been a contract that each player had a sign saying, I will at least prepare five minutes. Like five minutes. Like a couple of them said, I'm not even, like the first, your first shot, you're going, yeah, shot. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. hmm. It's like, yeah. you know who you're playing. Like, you know, they can't jump. Like, why don't you do one with jumping? Like, oh, there's, there's just so like, they didn't want to win. I don't think they wanted to win. Like, and the video was horrible. The video was horrible. <laughs> bigly awful. And the fact they let Conley play in an inside gym and everybody else played outside on the street is ridiculous. Like, what What a joke. That was the biggest <laughs> joke ever. I ran a pool. I ran a pool for this. I was in the running on Thursday night with two other guys to win the pool. I watched it for 30 seconds and I turned it off. I couldn't even watch it to see if I'd won $100 in that pool. Yeah. I, it, made, it, it was, it, it was on, I, well, I watched the first... Uh, I don't know. I think the first 15 minutes of the first episode and it was, I just, you, I was texting you guys. It was unwatchable. I, I could not watch it. It was so bad. Even like, how about what's her face's uh, hoop? What are they paying WNBA <laughs> players? When the rattled? Mika. Yeah. What, what yeah. is going on? Well, she does not live there. She lives in somewhere in Russia or so wherever she's playing. Like that's like her parents' home or something I don't, like that. I don't care where she lives. That cannot be the best hoop available to her. That's for this Trey Young. That's the kid oh, down Trey the street. Young. Oh, Trey, oh, oh, Trey Young. How about Allie with that, that backboard? Just every time if, if the ball touched it, it just rattled all over the place. Oh, Trey, oh. Young. Trey Young, I have him in the pool. He was cheating. His foul shot was like eight feet. Like, oh, I know. It, Pierce kept, was it Pierce? Kept, remember, he kept saying like, is that 15 feet, man? Like, really? <laughs> it was no, that was like uh, Chauncey. Oh, he played Chauncey. Chauncey. I love Billups, man. He was wow. like, is that 15 feet? Oh, my it God. Was it was deep. so bad. Like, Levine on his first shot. Levine on his first shot. Oh, I don't know. Um, hmm. I was just going to wing it here. Um, uh, and, like, he didn't even have his first shot thought of in a game of horse. <laughs> like, like, well, and how many left-handed free throws did Trey Young shoot? Like, <laughs> and finally made one. It's like, yeah, that was horrific. It was horrific. And then Levine, who I thought was like, I actually, I liked him through this, but then I couldn't believe what he was doing against uh, my girl, Allie. Like making her throw balls out the backboard, catch it in the air, go through the legs. And like, it's like, come on. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Love it. That was ridiculous. That was, uh, I, can't wait you know, the, I can't wait till the next Raptors game we're at. And, Cause I'm going to hit up Jonesy. Cause that's Jonesy's brother who, who broadcast that. eh? Oh, I said, how, how would your brother think about that? Because he he must have just been going, oh, my God, what did I sign up for here? Oh, this is well, yes, I think, no, I don't think he signed up. I think he realized where he is on the ESPN totem pole all of a sudden. <laughs> is, guess what? Yeah, if he, he'll be working for Nesson in a week, not not ESPN. Uh, all right, we, that, we spent too much time on that. It was, it was ridiculously bad. Uh, so, Kitch, you wanted to talk about this, which is a, which is a big one. Now, when you, put, when you put the topic of – California kid picks G League over NCA. Do you want to actually give the kid's name or is that is that yeah, possible? I'll do it. I'll do it on here. Yeah, all right, go ahead. You go ahead. So topic of the week is that the NCA is officially over. The NCA basketball is now officially. <laughs> well, I did not. That's not over. my. That's not my topic. <laughs> yeah, that's my take on. It. That's gonna be my hot take on. It, but go ahead. Why you Jalen backdrop? Jalen Green is a kid in California. He was that he was the number one high school prospect out of the state of California, and as opposed to going to the NCAA, he's decided to. Uh, go right in from from high school right into the G League. He's getting paid five hundred thousand bucks. He's got a five hundred thousand dollar contract in the G League right at high school. And and my big question was, is this now the new norm? Or are the are the top prospects going to say, forget college, I'm going to go play in the G League and uh, and get some sort of money? And then does the NCAA pony up and say, okay, we got to start paying our players? I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, like I was reading something the other day about how when um who's the the um. The second or third ball um, brother, whatever, went to Australia to get paid and stuff. They said like the NBA really saw that as a 
as a big concern that he wasn't going to go to college and stuff. So I think now that this is going, I don't know, like, well, like sooner or later, NCAA players got to get paid. Like it's, it's going to happen. I don't know if it's, if it's two years out or whatever, but they, they have to get paid. Well, here's, listen, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> listen, <laughs> just listen. Once in your life, just listen. I have two years. Yeah. The NBA has been trying for years with the NCAA to come up with something where they can work in harmony together to make this viable for both institutions. But once kids start doing what LaMelo Ball did, and, and Brandon Jennings started this 10 years ago when he went to Europe and that sort of thing. Yeah. So they've been trying, but the NCAA is so, you know, set in their ways and idiotic. They didn't do anything. And now kids are going, well, the G League, of course I'm going to go make $500,000, be part of the NBA family from the, from the jump, have my draft eligibility. It's, it just makes so much more sense. Uh, so all the best players, you will never get a top five pick in the NCAA ever again. Now, the other thing is here in 2022. I'd say top, I'd say top 40. I would say top 40 pick. I, yeah, I think a lot it, it could be that much. It could go that much. Yeah. You might still get a couple, of, those, you might get a a couple of, of old school kids from well-to-do families who sit there and go, you know, I'd rather have the experience this, that, and the other. But even if the NCAA does – two things. Even if the NCAA does start paying their players – most of these kids don't want any part of the school lifestyle. If you can go play in the G League with no school responsibilities, campus, all that sort of shit, they're going to go G League for sure. And then secondly, I think in 2022, the draft is now back up open until 18-year-olds. So you you can come right out of high school and you're going to be able to play. So the G League is going to become – and I think they're going to open up more rounds of the draft. So they're going to have like three or four rounds of the draft, not 12, Kitch, um, <laughs> where – so those other kids are going to be able to go to the G League. So it's, you're going to basically tell everyone. You're now going to tell the, the first two rounds, the top 60 kids, you're getting drafted. And then the next 60 kids after that, you don't go to college. You'll go right to the G League for for two years. Like it, it, The NCAA will still watch the tournament because of the, the gambling aspect of it. But the, the product's going to be terrible, and we're not going to care about any of the players. NCAA is terrible. Terrible is harsh. Terrible is harsh. No. Why, why? Why? Why do you think it'll be good? None of the top players will be there. So it's still it's still it will be terrible. Like like it'll still be it'll still be entertaining to watch. You don't know. Yeah, you don't have the superstars, but sometimes superstars aren't are they good in college and, sh- and shitty in the NBA? Like I, I think I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. Uh, still good good viewing. If I'm if I'm a kid coming out of school, it'd be tough to go one year and play college. Like you got no money, and then how do you get hurt? Like how do yeah. you get hurt first year of college and you're done? Like how like. Do you actually even sit out a whole year? I, I've never thought about it, but like, do you sit out a year and wait for the draft? Well, what's his face like, this year from Memphis? Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, that's basically what he, he played three or four games and then he was going to get suspended. And then he's like, well, screw it. I'm not coming back. I'm just out. Yeah, you'll absolutely. You'll have kids. But now they don't need to do that anymore. That's, that's gone. They go to G League. But even, but to your point, even the G League, if they get hurt, they're potentially passing up a, a shitload of money. Yeah, half a million though. Like at least got a half a million, right? Getting stopped. I don't know what. Do you think, guys? Do you guys think NBA players coming are usually they're usually well-to-do families, aren't they? Usually come from a lot of wealth, but they come through there, do they not? Yeah, yeah. You know, I know we have almost no listeners left, but still, it's not the point. Come on. What if we ever do get big and they go back to the annals of the show and they, you know, that we're gonna have to pay for this. Ten years out, when we just think we're when we're blooming, someone's gonna go, "Hey, do you remember episode twenty when Kitch was a racist like, Trump lover?" Kitch like, oh. in jail. Kitch yeah. in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. All right. So listen, moving on. Boom. Twenty five minutes. We're good. Yeah, we have uh, four topics left in five minutes. One per minute. Golf coming back in June. That's official. Like they're doing this. Golf is happening. Just like the grocery stores. <laughs> See, golf. Golf is is the one. Like if I think of a sport that can actually do this the easiest golf. Definitely. Um, I got, I got UFC in there just cause now there's still two people going on it, but like golf, like even on the green, you can stay away six feet. Well, golf for sure. Listen, I even think what they could do is they could start these tournaments on Mondays, have the pairings go off. You go off in singles if you want. Yeah. Have singles, the first, yeah. have the first two rounds go Monday through Thursday or through Friday and then play the last one. Like you could, there's all kinds yeah. of different ways they could do it to oh, limit the yeah. exposure. Yeah. I would thought, but tennis is canceling everything. And you would have thought that they'd be able to, to deal with it a little bit better. But I think it's so uh, multinational trying Travel. to get people to and yeah. from and all. Travel. I think that's a bit, a bit of a problem for them. And the fact that no one gives a shit about regular tennis tournaments. Plus like everybody's, t- everybody's touching the same ball. Like the, that ball's being touched by the ball boy, the ball girl, the guy throwing up. So 
Yeah, but you could you could probably figure that out. You could probably figure out that technology. You could probably have like little machines passing the ball. Like, I don't know. There's a way to do that, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, by the way, ball boy, ball girl, that technology's got to exist to scoop the balls up and pass them to players without it has to. We'll talk about that another time. But um, but UFC Dental, are you kidding me? Two guys hugging each other for, for potentially 25 minutes, going back to their corners, bleeding, sweating, spit. Uh, yeah, no. UFC is, I would think, a highly contagious. Yeah, but you get you get worried about two people or four. You're not worrying about a whole football team or baseball team or whatever. It's like test the crap out of them. Oh, I say. So I, 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 I was talking to a couple clients this week. So their golf courses in Florida and the Carolinas are, are all still open. They are, they are still golfing in Florida and Carolina. They've taken the pin. And the ball doesn't actually fall into a hole. It, it, the hole might be an inch deep, so you don't have to you have to bend down and pick your ball up. You can just sort of scoop it out. With your and, uh, you, ne- you, ne- you never take the flag out. And uh, so they've they've they have never shut a lot of golf courses down in Florida and the Carolinas during this during this. Yeah, you know what? I I promise you, when this is all said and done, history is going to look very poorly on the South Carolina and Florida governors yeah. to their reaction to this. Like, <laughs> Trump, all right. Trump. People are going to be saying, can you fucking believe they let people golf during a pandemic? That's what they're going to be saying 20 years from now. Okay, so Masters is in, what, the November, November. 8th or something? Remember? Yeah. Yep. Do we think there'll be any fans allowed? No. Masters? no. No chance. Kitch will have extra fans. I think, I think, well, we did this last week, and I think I said fans was November 1st. I think I said that as my, okay. as my fan window. So I guess every... I guess I, I'm sticking to my guns. If I'm sticking. My, I'm going to say yes. That's the first event in the world where we're going to have fans. You know what? Every scientist, every doctor has said there'll be no large sports gatherings till at minimum sometime in 2021. There is zero chance there's a you know sporting what? event with fans. They're all wrong. They're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Scientists are always wrong. They have facts. They're wrong. That's what you've read. You've read they're all wrong. It's the only thing you've read. That the smart people are wrong. Trump, I read Trump's book. They're all wrong. Catch wants the economy to get going. He doesn't care. I really but do. From I a really gambling do. angle, I'll tell you what. If you're a sports book, this is a dream scenario. Golf is the worst sport. Your odds of winning golf bets is like it's the it's like it's terrible. It's like playing the slot machines. Oh, so, so these sports book, and I mean the, the amount of people are going to who have never bet golf before, who are going to bet whatever they can. Sports books are going to make it all back in a hurry. Based on the golf is is wide open. We should really set one up. We should set up a sports book that just allows you to bet on futures. That's it. Oh, he makes so much money. Oh my god. Why do we do it? Let's know, do it. But, what, but but who would come? Like, why would you come to our site if it's just futures? Because we'll offer a little bit better lines than all the other sites. If so twenty to one, twenty two to one. Oh, oh, yeah, we could do that potentially. Um, for Danielle Hine and our 50 plus uh, female audience, just so you know, a futures bet is implies that you're placing a wager on a team that you think might win a either a division, uh, conference, or a championship at some point in the future. We're back. We're back. Oh, we're back. We had, we had, yeah, but we had a different, uh, I don't even know, we, I don't even jumped off there. This is going to be awkward. <laughs> that happens. We weren't covering it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, we work out. You're right. Uh, all right. So next segment here is um, our sports. Uh, what w- what could you possibly do today in your current state as a physical human being in a sporting? So uh, last week we had uh, Kitch's dream scenario of getting a game off Roger Federer. <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was talking about how many hits you could get in a major league season with 550 plate appearances. Uh, Dennis, what was yours last week? I don't remember. Masters. Oh yeah, right. Masters. Yeah, what would shoot? What would shoot Augusta on, on Sunday with Tiger? One eleven. Playing with Tiger. Playing with Tiger. Right, Kitch is like the man all of a sudden. All right. So here's mine for this week. This is not on the agenda. What the I know, but I told. I know, but we have to. We have to scramble. We have to scramble for this one. I, I love this one. Oh, you can think of this is easy. This is dead. You can think of this two seconds. I'll, I can do three if you need. Um, you do three. So NBA a two game regular season. You're playing, you're averaging 28 minutes off the bench, coming in off the bench, not starting because you guys are too old to start. Uh, how many, how many three pointers would you make in a season? 28 minutes a game. Considering today's, and this is the only thing you're doing, you never get into the right, you never get into the basket, you never get into your only chance to knock down a couple of threes. How many threes in a two game season, 28 minutes would you knock down? 
How many shots do we get? Well, just tell me over 28 minutes a game. You play in seven minutes a quarter. You tell me how many shots you get. I can't imagine you getting more than six shots a game. Can't even imagine you get more than six shots a game. But let's just, you tell me. I'll be wide open. You would be, well, from three, you would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be wide open for three. 120. <laughs> Bart, can we start doing this session just you and I? Because like Kitch is just. <laughs> listen, start- listen. Okay. You, you want to know my logic? Can I give you my logic? Yeah. Go. You have to give us your logic. Playing what? So 81, logic's maybe not the right word. 81 games, right? 82. 82 games. There is no way they are covering me. So. <laughs> Nobody's, nobody's nobody's on me. So I got to make one and a half threes a game wide open. And if that's all I practice and practice every every day and I don't have to worry about defense and all I have to make those threes, I'm going to make one half a game if, if that's all I all I have to do. No, no, Bart, kind of clarification question. Can we get benched? Can we get benched from missing like 20 in a row or anything? You're playing 28 minutes a game. You play 20 minutes a game. Oh, you're shooting three, and I'm shooting from my chest. Like I'm not shooting from above my head. The ball coming from my chest. I don't care where you're shooting from. I don't care who's shooting for you. Yeah, so I think I think I'm aligned with Kitch actually. Like I got I got well, some good range from the side. I'm not really go. good for the top go. of the key. Time you guys got over. 82. I'd probably say 82. I'd say 82. I go one one for six, one for eight. Oh my god. And I'd be that, pumping them. I'd be pumping them. So. Let's just assume that they're not going to completely lay off you, right? But I agree. They're not going to be – they're going to have a hand in your face necessarily at all times. Of course, if you start to make one and a half a game, I'm guessing someone will start to guard you. I'm one for eight. They're not going to be – I'm telling you right – I'm telling you right now, that is – that's equivalent to the master stupidity. (laughs) As equivalent – I – listen, I'm, again, I'm the best basketball player in this group, like head and shoulders. I don't know. Um, Kitch has got game. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to spike. You're not allowed to spike yeah. basketball. It's no volleyball. It's um, volleyball. So I'm telling you right now, 20 minutes a game, and we're old and getting up down the court. You got to play defense, all that sort of shit. No, no, no I'm, I'm not playing, playing defense. defense. I'm not playing defense. Three point line. I'm like, I'm open. I'm open. Hey, I'm open. Wow. I'm not sure that'll do it. I'm not sure you're going to get a lot of touches. You have to get, I'm telling you, you have to play defense to get the rebound, to dribble it up, to get the shot off. I don't think anyone's passing to you. All right. The eight. Eight for the season. <laughs> I am. Um, I think I'm making one every three games. Ooh, That's what I think. Bas- you're a basketball yeah. player? Yeah, Good. one every three games. Maybe maybe two every three games. You maybe, suck. Yeah, I, you suck. You suck, well, Burke. Yeah, work, work on your shot. Jesus. Well, I'm pretty sure if uh, the best basketball players on the planet – are shooting 43% from three, right? The best. And some of those are wide open looks that they don't make, right? They don't make some wide open looks. So I'm just saying, yeah, if I'm taking six shots a game, I'm making two out of 18 percentage wise. What's that? 10%. Uh, 10%. I'm shooting 10% from three at a 47 year old in my 47 year old physique. You need to work on your game. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, that's what, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I'm making 120. Six times 82. Four, yeah, I'm making 40. I'm making somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 45 three-pointers in the course of a year. 10% of what Steph makes. I'm not betting on your team. <laughs> well, I agree. If you see any team with a 47-year-old white guy on it, I wouldn't bet on that team either. That's a poor wager. Daniel, do you have one for us this week? Well, the one I was thinking of, since you gave us a lot of time to think about this, is what would your – what? Would your three point percentage be in the NBA? <laughs> like, what would your three point percentage be? We just it was just the exact same one I just did. You can't. You went first, yeah. but so you asked me. So, so you, that's what I did. So you have nothing. So you have nothing. All right, I'll give you one in a second. Catch you anything? Uh, how long does it take? Uh, this this because I'm just coming for. How long does it take to swim a fifty uh, a fifty meter pool for Olympians? For an Olympian in, 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 in the in the in the uh, front crawl. How long does it take him to do 50 meters? You guys have any idea? I can look that up. That'd be that. I'm going to go over under on that one. Okay, I like that. I actually. World. Kitch, are you a good swimmer? No, I'm terrible. I I swim laps in my pool. Like my pool is what 20 by 40 feet. I do six laps, and it's like it's like I'm hyperventilating. Like I I I apparently don't have the breathing down when it comes to swimming. I don't think because it's like I'm having a heart attack after six laps. Twenty twenty point nine one seconds. It's the world record. For how meters. long? How long would it take you to swim a hundred meters? We're gonna double that, so we're gonna let's oh. go hundred meters. 
Because because 50 meters, you can almost not breathe that much. But if you got to start rhythmic breathing, how long does it take you to do 100? Oh, my God. Well, I think you should have kept it at 50, but 100. Okay, that's no. So I have some frame of reference here. Two years ago, uh, when I was friends with Rob Marcotte, we were doing swimming lessons together. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, and I hate to say it, but he was he was definitely the dominant swimmer of the two of us. But uh, we had 25 meter pool like when this our coach or our instructor was helping us. And I'll tell you, 25 meters. I was dying to get to the other end. Like you, it swimming is hard. Swimming competitively, swimming to, for a purpose is fucking hard. Okay, let's stick with 50. We'll stay with 50 then. No, yeah. let's go 100 because mine is a DNF. I did not finish. Yeah, I, I would agree I with that. I totally agree. If you're trying to go balls out, oh my God. Yeah, you, yeah, four lengths? No way. You'd, so yeah, you'd stop. Yeah, you'd stop. You're not, you're not so, well, it's two lengths of Olympic pool, but you're not, you're not going balls out. You're just trying to finish. It's like a marathon. You're just trying to finish. Well, for 50 meters, I'm doing 85 seconds. And what's what's the world record? 20, you said? 20.91. Oh, you're slow. 80 seconds. Well, wow. trust me. I'm not as slow as you. It's not that far. Like 20. I'm doing it. Far, I'm are you doing competitive? It. Oh, my God. I'm doing it 50. <laughs> no, I'm doing it 45 seconds. 45 seconds I'm doing. <laughs> 45? <laughs> 50 meters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure I am. What? That's double the Olympic record. Wow. There's no way. That is, I'll tell you what, if Stoney happens this year, I'm going to set that up. I'm going to set up a 50 meter. There's no way in 40 45, seconds. 45, 45 seconds. I will. I will get you guys money. need Olympics at your uh, your annual cottage thing where you set it up, Bert, and just take up, all yeah. kids' money. Take his money. All his <laughs> bets. I'll tell you what. I'm going to be in peak physical condition by the time I hit that summer college. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol that, condition. That is. All right. All right. So last one we're going to do. This is the old NFL. Okay. The old NFL. Because today's NFL wouldn't even matter. Actually, all right. We'll do today's NFL. In the course of 16-game season, you are the extra point kicker. Okay. That's all you do. Just kick the extra points. 33 yards out. How many successful extra points would you make in the course of a 16-game season? Let's say the average touchdown by a team is probably two a game. Say percentage. Two and a half. What percentage. percentage? What yeah, percentage? percentage. Yeah, what percentage? What percentage of kicks would you – but I'm saying you probably have two to three a game max, right? So you have two and a half. So you're going to kick it 33, 34 times. And what is it? So that, are we talking – the new NFL, the old, because that's a big no, thing. I can't do the old. We have to do it today. We have to do it today's day and age. Yeah. So it's uh, your 32 yarder. Yarder. So my line's easy. It rhymes with hero. <laughs> Zero. Wait, you got all season to work on it. I, I, I don't nope. Think here. Nope. I'm kicking, if I'm kicking three or four a game, how many a game am I kicking? Three at max. I just said three. So you, most you're kicking is 48 in a season. I'm making at least one a game. So oh, I'm probably making, I'm going to go 20. I'll say I make 20. I never knew Kitsch was such an athlete. So I'm going to tell I, you, I'm going to tell you, let me tell you, in, in university, we used to go out at, after studying at like 10 at night on the, on the field when the intramurals was done. And we used to kick field goals. We used yeah. to kick them we nonstop. Did we did that and, too. Yep. And I was pretty good up until 35 yards. From 35 yards to on, I was awful. From from twenty yards in, I was automatic. But from twenty to twenty to thirty five, I was I was solid. I was solid okay. for twenty thirty five. Okay. So when this Bert, when this virus thing is done, I'm setting it up. I'm going to take Kitch out to Forest Heights. Yeah. He's going to oh, Forest Heights. Good. We're on a good field. We're going to the Laurier Stadium. We're going to Laurier Stadium. Sure. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll make want. a few calls. I'm alumni. Do you want an indoor too? Okay, want an indoor? Like what's going on here? I will set wind parameters. I, I want the wind. I want tough sure. conditions, and I'm going to video this and watch you get the goose egg, goose egg kitchen. Goose egg. Yeah, I, well, I'll tell you what. Under under game conditions, if you think you make one a game, honestly, if you really do think that, I think you should just pack it in. Like, you just you just got to go. You got to you got to go somewhere else in life because you're not you're not with the rest of us here. Like it just like it just it's ridiculous to think that it you're fifty some you're fifty plus out of shape. I would say most of your athleticism has left your body and you got, you got big, you got big dudes coming at you, right? You got to time it with the guy and the the coach is going to be barking at you when you miss your, like, listen to me. 
under no circumstances would you make one a game. I'm telling you right now. My so my for me, I would I would believe I believe again, and I do believe I'm the best athlete here. Uh, I'm certainly the most flexible. Yeah, I know. You just have to be ask, flexible. Just gonna ask you. Yeah, I know. You, you know, but you have to be flexible to do this sort of shit, right? Like you can't you can't touch your toes right now, can you? Yeah. Look. Right, Kitch exactly. is flexible, actually. Yeah. I've yeah, seen no, in Vegas do this. Look, see that. Yeah, look at that. It's impressive. So I'm telling you right now, I'd make I would make four. A and game? they'd all be towards the tail end of the season. Four a game? No, I'd make four for the season. Oh. 48 kicks, I'd make four. I'm a 10% guy. Talk about uh, such a good athlete you are. You you suck at stuff. Like. Well, I also understand what it's like to play against people 40% your age, better athletes, stronger, faster, not smarter, definitely not smarter. And I got to try and kick the ball from 32 yards in any condition. What chip shot? What if you play in Chicago in December? Yeah, I can. I like to play in the dome. I want to be on a dome. <laughs> well, not all 16 games in a dome. All right, we're going to come back next week to hopefully a dose of reality at this at some stage. Yeah, be, this is ridiculous. You know what we need to do? Daniel, you're right. At some stage, we got to set one of these things up. Yeah. So we can actually see how wrong he was, and then maybe we'll get real, we'll get real predictions. Oh, I can't, can't wait to prove you guys right. All right, uh, we got to go. We're we're almost at three minutes. Uh, <laughs> we're almost at 30 minutes. <laughs> All right, backyard gambling. Do we have anything for backyard gambling? Good beats, bad beats. I, good beats, bad beats. You, yes, I got that. You, you dissed it last week. You got to come back to that here. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. I'll, Wait, I'll, Daniel, you got one. Yeah, I got one. Okay, so we'll go. Oh, this boat. We hit the, w- the Cole's notes. Yeah. So I'll be quick. So this about right. ten years ago, um, Kitch, you were actually at this event. I organized an annual. Um, poker night gambling for charity and we, we usually raise i don't know maybe five ten grand so this is about probably our fourth one we got 80 people at it and i'm the organizer so i'm running around with my head chopped off and anyways 80 people it gets merged down to one table i'm at the table i'm probably in fourth or fifth so we're getting our last table set up i'm trying to figure out who's going to sit where so i'm handing out cards and all the cards are getting mixed up I got blue cards, red cards, freaking yellow cards. You know, 80 people is about probably 20 or 30 decks. So anyways, we're into the into the final game. And after four cards on, on the flop, I got the nut flush. I got the nut flush. And I'm trying to drag everybody in, drag everybody in. I'm going, I'm going to hammer everybody. I'm going to win this tournament. So anyways, <laughs> hands done. I show my hand. There's an ace. There's an ace on board, and I got like king ten of hearts, and it's a flush. I think I win. Well, somehow there was five aces in the deck from shuffling all the from shuffling all the cards from the ten tables. Someone has a higher flush, an ace ace flush, beat my ace king flush, and I'm out of the tournament. And I'm going. Everyone's going. Well, what should we do? I'm going. I, I organized it, man. I organized it. I guess an ace ace of hearts flush beats my ace king of flush. The seldom seen. That's a bad. Ace, that's ace. a bad beat. That is a bad beat. That's bad organizing too. But oh my just, god, I couldn't believe it. Just when you think you got the nuts, just you never have you, the nuts. If you have you them, never got the nuts. You don't. Never got, the nuts. You don't got it. <laughs> I think that was a. I think I saw that in rounders too. Actually, uh, oh, really? All right, Bart, you got one. Uh, no, I'm out for could be bad beat. I got to go. So I, I, as Bart knows, and these boys know, I, I, I spreadsheet a lot of my bets. So I, I went back and on my bets and, and tried to find some of the history that uh, was a bad beat. And this one takes me back and, and Dedo loves this one. This one takes me back to the 2002 Olympics. Oh God. And, curling. And the sport of curling. <laughs> so Kevin Martin, who's a juggernaut curler for Canada, he goes in, he goes in, he's arguably our best curler we've ever had. And they went to the Olympics. Oh, they, whoa, whoa, whoa. Eddie the wrench. Oh, Thank you, better than Eddie, Eddie the Wrench. Eddie the Wrench. Canada, so Canada won the Olympics. They were they were minus one thirty to win the win the Olympics. And I said these guys are the best in the world. So I pounded the minus one thirty. Martin Cruz through the round robin wins wins the round robin gets to the semis defeats Sweden six four controls the game throughout and the finals that come up against Norway who they defeated nine four in the round robin play. Canada falls behind early battles back and heading into the tenth and final end game is tied five all. Martin has the hammer, which if you don't know curling, that's the last last rock, which is huge in curling. What end? Sets, what end? Tenth end. He's got the hammer in the tenth end. Tenth end. That's a tie game. The end sets up perfectly. Martin, he's got a draw to the eight foot for the win. He hits this draw to the eight foot like ninety nine percent of the time. Like that is that is a no brainer for a guy in this. It's a wide open draw. It doesn't curl anything. Just a wide open draw. 
And this 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 event's in Salt Lake City, so so there's a ton of Canadians there watching watching this. He throws it through the house, and it stops in the 12 foot to lose the Olympic gold medal. Every like the announcers were talking about, it's gonna be great when they're on the podium. It's gonna be awesome. The fans, like everybody, was in complete disbelief. Um, so that and and the fact that I still remember this clear as day, 18 years ago, must have been a bad beat that Kevin Martin couldn't draw to the draw the eight foot. That's my Two, bad beat. Yeah, not 2002 kitsch. Maybe 2002. build a bridge, build a bridge, and get over it. That was get my first big curling bet. You guys, you guys reminded me of that one for a long time. <laughs> Uh, I uh, I know I, I got to put more thought into this because I I have a ton of bad beats, very few good beats, but I have a ton of bad beats. Uh, but that is a good one. Yeah. Oh, don't draw the eight foot for that that level. Jesus. That, that you know what? Gold medal, the Olympic gold medal. He does that in his sleep. I'll tell you what. That's a future. How could you do today? And that's it. Yeah. How many times can you draw to the button? How can you and draw the, to the to the four foot? And if you if you like the thing is he threw it. And if you know curling, you actually you actually throw the rock usually light and you let your sweepers carry it into the into the rings. Right. The, he threw it and the sweepers watched it the whole way. They did let's, and they they were just looking like, oh my God, this is heavy. Right, oh my god, oh my god. Let's not make this a curling podcast. Thank you. That's <laughs> that's just that's a good be bad beat. It's not a dissection of of how to curl. Uh all right, listen, that uh takes us into what drives you fucking crazy. Daniel, I one. You look like you're ready. You look like you're ready to go. Yeah. So um, Tuesday, doing my um, weekly pickup from Walmart. So call ahead, pick it up and stuff. And I kind of open my trunk, get back in my car, and I look behind me, and two over, this lady is helping the lady Ooh. put her groceries into her trunk. Can't do that. <laughs> like, so I roll the window down. I go, "Do you work?" I go. Do you work at Walmart? That's what I said to her, right? She goes, no, just helping. I go, you're an idiot. And I wrote my window. Do you watch the news? Oh, my God. Like, she's going, you know what? Everyone's telling me to do is online shopping or online pickup to help with spreading the, you know, whatever. And it's like she's helping her side by side. And I had her on my window down. It was just me in the car, no family. So I asked her, do you work at Walmart? No. I go, you're an idiot. Oh my God, Bart. Well, God. What would you, what would your answer have been if she said, yes, I do work at Walmart. <laughs> still an idiot. You. Still an idiot. Was, you're a bigger idiot. You're an appointed idiot. Thank you for your service. I would have said, but I'm going like, are people a big smarter face? Like everything this is the best day ever. Like, geez, I, I know that's, well, you know what? It, that's going to lead right into mine here too. Cause uh, you know, I get it. Nobody wants to wear a mask. You feel stupid in it. You, it just does. You know what? Half the masks aren't really real masks or anything like that. But if they're asking you to do that now, if they're asking you to do it now, when you go out, and for Bermuda, it's different because right? we can only go to the grocery store. So it's not like we're out and about. Like it's not like I'm walking the streets. Yet. I have to wear it when I go to a grocery store. I got to wear it for 25 minutes, half hour, whatever it is. Like just put the mask on. That's it. That's all. Like. I cannot believe people are still functioning where they're not listening to the experts and and even like even Trump is advised like he gives guidelines that he himself doesn't stick to, but at least he's providing those like when your government's whether you agree with them or not doesn't matter. You just have to abide by these rules. Like that's the, like just done like what you were saying. I mean, you have if it's stay away from people, stay away from people. It's the way it's got to be. So for me, the world's telling us to wear a mask when you go outside, to start, especially when you're going to grocery stores or where you're going to be around people. Yeah. Wear a fucking mask. Drives me crazy. Do I have to drink through a mask on Slessor's driveway this after? Do I actually have to drink through a mask? No, but you should pull your mask down, sip, put the mask back up. Going back to Daniel's, I think it was you guys sent that out this week. I love that picture of what's allowed. It shows a Walmart parking lot and said, this is allowed. And then it shows a golf cart on a on a hole all by itself and says, this is not allowed. Did you, did you guys get yeah, that one? I, yeah. That yeah. was classic. So, well, I think could you do that justice? So the pictures were right showing people in lines at a Walmart getting ready to go in, like we were somewhat congested, and then a picture of a golf course with one guy in a golf course and a golf cart going, "This is no longer allowed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I got that. A onesome, a onesome place. <laughs> so that's what drives you crazy. What drives me crazy is all the like all these people coming out and saying, "Summer is dead." Summer's not going to happen. We're not going to be able to do anything this summer. Let's just wait and see. Let's not jump to a lot of wild conclusions. Let's just let's just play this out. Let's not forecast the stuff that we don't know the future 
for the next little while here. So let's just let's just everybody take a deep breath. And and if we're like if we're going to a college this summer, let's not say it's dead. Let's say it, it might just it might just happen. It might just happen. Or even say it seems unlikely at this stage. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It just seems right, unlikely. Unlikely. Let's go with the. I mean, again, when again, I know I know reading stuff about what the government is saying and the facts they put out there is not your forte, but. <laughs> Like it is going to be hard to go to your cottage if they don't reopen marinas. Like that's going to be hard for you to do. It's going to be hard for you to rent a boat if they don't have marinas open. I'm going to go on Shopify boat. and buy a canoe, a kayak. Cool. Things are going well there. Things are going really well in Shopify. Uh, all right. Well, thank you. So I think we're kind of all in similar themes. Still in this, it's hard to get out of these what drives you crazy without uh, the pandemic theme. But uh, especially when you're stuck in your house the whole day, right? You can't really. Uh, I can only I can only use my kids so often. And what drives you crazy? So yes. And like, and, and like for me, that's the only time I went out in seven days, like in my car. That was the only thing that I saw. I'm going. Are people really this stupid? They are. Oh my god! Big smiley right, face. We got to move on. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're not even the Kate Marcotte zone anymore. Uh, <laughs> next week, I promise, it's gonna be thirty minutes. Yeah. We're um, at fifty-two. Possible. <laughs> Any other business? Catch you got anything? Yep, got two. One being a uh, Johnny V. Johnny Johnny V. One of the listeners. He wants to know. He wants to know when the podcast swag is coming out. Yes. He was, yes. We, we asked for we asked for feedback last week. Johnny got on there. He's been a avid listener since uh, since AG or since a a. ARG, ARG after, ARG. after, after he's been listening ever since he quite likes it, but he wants, he wants some, uh, he wants some swag. He wants some, uh, rap city swag. So gotta get somebody, gotta get somebody on that. So well, I'll get the good, research department on that. Good feedback, Johnny. I like that. I like that. We got some feedback. And hey, um, the second thing I told me, I told these boys, my second thing is, Oh, sorry. You got one there, Dana? I got something to put No, in. I was going to say, to say, you know, Johnny, Johnny pinged me as well. And I said, I asked, he asked me for the swag. I go, I will talk to the CEO um out of my pay bracket and johnny came back ceo question mark i thought it was an equal partnership deno you are carrying kitchen bart you need to tear up your contract and renegotiate i got johnny's back i got his back i gotta tell i gotta tell you deno there is a cost involved with this uh podcast and uh I can't really put you on free mic. partnership free at, the, mic. At, the, at the moment right now <laughs> yeah and all i can based on all of your buddies who i met in uh in Jamaica, this just confirms they're all idiots. <laughs> this is further confirmation. <laughs> That's true. That could be true. That could be true. <laughs> and the second, my second AOB, uh, which is uh, what you're watching. I, I just finished watching and I got put on this by my brother and a couple other guys is Sunderland till I die. Got to watch it. Really, really good. Good Netflix series. Well, hold Short, on, right? easy. Uh, this is not so. This is not like segments that we have previously. You can't put them in any OB in future podcasts. We're going to come back to what you watch. Like that's going to be on a future segment. Save just giving you one, just one, just no. one quick one, one quick hit. No, no take, I'm going to scratch. That's edited. That's going to be edited. <laughs> Jesus, Hitch, it'll be. I watched, that's going to be edited. All the stuff we said, and that's going to be gonna edited. Let's catch. I actually I watched that. the first episode of Sutherland last night, and I predicted the first score of the, of the first game. <laughs> nice, nice. The wife goes. What's wrong with you? Why do you always think bad things are going to happen? I go, it's a show. Like it, it can't start that everything's amazing. It's, a, it's it is good. You guys are you guys are lie. Yeah. Listen, as a uh, well, now that we're talking about it, Jesus, that's the only thing that European sport, in my opinion, has right. The whole relegation thing. That's exactly the way North American sports should work too. This idea you get to keep coming back to the big show every year. Fuck that. You. It makes. The entire season. Now, I don't agree that there are no playoffs. I, I think that's ridiculous. But the idea that if you're the bottom, whatever it is, that you are gone for the next, like, that's awesome. You are always playing for something. You will find, They do have playoffs, actually, Bart. You'll find out. They do have actual playoffs. Uh, they actually don't. The Premier League yeah. does not. The Premier League does not have playoffs. The Premier League knows not. But if you want to get into the Premier League, you can. Oh, yeah, you, that they do. Playoffs. Yes. I, yeah, I'm saying. But once you're in the big leagues, that they don't have playoffs for the big leagues, which is. I ridiculous. can tell you, after watching that, too, just so you guys know, Sunderland, Sunderland's on my bucket list. It's not Sunderland. It's Sunderland. Sunderland's on my bucket list. Too. It's not, it's not It's spelled A N D. Bart, he only watched like eight episodes. He hasn't figured out what it's called yet. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, do you have anything, or was that was your Johnny comment yours as well? No, we're just uh, tonight. We're doing some. Uh, so we have an annual fundraiser we do. It was supposed to be um, it's a top home chef event tonight. I actually somehow won last year one of the top four awards so um we're doing it online this year everyone's gonna, just gonna cook something nice for their family and post it to social media and kind of hashtag our sponsors to try and get some uh 
get some awareness for our local sponsors that are definitely hurting right now. So that's kind of what we're doing tonight. I got the, the smoker getting ready to go pound some beef, Bart. Smoke some big beef. Beef, Bart. You know what, Dino? When you talk like that, I'm not always sure what you're referring to, but in this case, we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the food. Um, so, and for me, just quickly, in the other business, uh, more uh, listenership feedback. Our friend Danielle Hine from Calgary, once again, dedicated uh, listener. I know what she is, but she's and she's asking for sort of more topical <laughs> information. So she, her suggestion was perhaps we try and figure out maybe what the raps are doing during the uh, quarantine. Ooh, so I don't yeah. know how we're going to do that, but I, I like that one. But I'm going to try and figure that one out. And she would like an update on uh, what Jack's up to these days, which I think is very doable. So I am I'm going to reach out to Jack this week and I will get an update, whether we either get him on for a quick uh, five minute uh, recap or we get him to uh, tell us what he's been up to and, and figure that out. So we will we will get you definitely a Jack update and we will work on the Raptors. We'll see we go to, Raptors we go to Rocky, Rocky with the open gym guy. He can. He can he oh, can yeah, Rocky. Part as CEO, like. You know, we talk about two ears and one mouth. You actually listened. This is amazing, Bart. Your whatever counseling you're taking right now is really working. Good on you, Bart. Good on you. This will be another edit. Uh, all right, boys, that is it. Well, outside of my my prediction, <laughs> so fifty eight minutes. We got less than an hour. Less than an hour. Less than an hour. That's, that's we better. better wrap it up now. Oh, it's better. It's better. Right. We better hurry. We better hurry. Jordan. Jordan did that to us. <laughs> all right, boys. All right. Well, Stay safe. One of us did really well this week. <laughs> See you, Kawhi. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. 